Hello and welcome to the East Coast Podcast. Today we have another Book Talks episode featuring bioorthopedics and the authors of it. Uh, thank you everybody for joining me today. And I wanted to start off with a couple quick questions. Uh, first, uh, how does Isakos position itself in relation to publications? Thank you, Michael. It's a great pleasure to participate in this podcast and to have with me Alberto Gobi from Milan, one of the authors of this book and John Laid from San Diego, California, from the United States. And we only miss Mustafa Karayan from Istanbul, Turkey. And it's a pleasure to, to respond to that question because Isako's mission is education. And related with that mission, the board of Isako decides many years ago that we need to have a good portfolio of publications so that we can offer to our members for free uh, a nice way to do their own education in orthopedic sports medicine. And one of the aspects of that was to publish books. We were very lucky because this project had a lot of success and all those authors also contribute to that in other books. We have now 36 books on the pipeline. We are working more 10. So it's a very nice asset to our members. Excellent. Uh, what would you say is the importance of the ISACOS publications program overall? So ISACOS has a, a profile that it's really unique in, in the world societies because we are global. We have members from all the continents. And so when we cover a subject, we can do it on a global way. And that's the strategy that we fulfill in this book this nice book about orthopedics that we try to invite authors from all the continents so that we have a state of the art, but also an overview from different cultures, different places, different continents. Excellent. And, and that actually kind of ties into my next question is uh, how, uh, as Isakos is, is a worldwide society, uh, can you use this uh, characteristic profile in a publishing program? As I said before, it's, it's the way to have a consensus, a global consensus. It's important in each subject to adapt to the reality of the different people around the world. The way we treat a pathology in the United States, in Asia, in Africa, in Latin America, or even in Europe, it's many times different. And the reality of some countries is, is not the same as others. So if we can uh, publish uh, an educational material that covers those aspects, I think we are fulfilling our mission. Excellent. And getting more specific into the book, uh, Bioorthopedics, uh, may I ask, and this goes for anybody, feel free to jump in. Um, why did you feel that uh, the topic of bioorthopedics was uh, important to write a book about? I think that uh, today uh, we are moving towards a different kind of, of approach because uh, we know that uh, healing is a matter of time, but we also know that uh, it's a, a matter of opportunity. And we can give a big, more and bigger opportunity to reach healing 
in a shorter period of time and with the better results, uh, helping the biology. And when we have to approach a biologic problem, I think we should find a biological solution. So uh, a book uh, that focuses his attention on the new bio-orthopedics, that is not just uh, the matter, you know, to fix a fracture with some screws, with a plate, or just to replace a joint uh, with uh, a prosthesis, is really actual because it gives and offer the opportunity for our readers, for scientists, doctors, physiatrists from all the world to start thinking in a different way, to think about uh, biology. I think as we see medicine translating down the road, you look at cancer care and it's becoming personalized. You're doing gene analysis and interrupting uh, pathways where there's gene mutations. And so we're really becoming more of a biologic fit to the person. And this is such a nascent field that a book like this is really critical for people all around the world to be able to understand both the basic science, how it occurs, what the reason it is. And there's a lot of holes in our knowledge. And so it allow people to know where we are knowledge base wise and to see where we have clinical applications and then where we can go from that. So it was a, an attempt to sort of bring a lot of our community up to speed as to where we stand right now with biologic treatment, which is the next wave of the future. Great. And it actually ties into my next question. How do you think uh, this topic uh, affects the next generation of orthopedic surgeons? You know, we talk about um, knee replacements being very much more popular and things like that. We're working, and that's with total knee replacements with uh, metal and plastic. As time evolves, hopefully we can get to the point where we can put in a bioreactor various materials and come up with a biologic resurfacing. Uh, we can, uh, by 3D printing, construct structures that can then uh, be filled with cells and can, or be organs or other parts of the body. And I think that's where really bioorthopedics for the orthopedic community is going to go, is how are we going to advance from where we are to something that's uh, much more of a native kind of situation. If I had, I can have something. One of the main difficulties of this interesting, very up-to-date topic is to be uh, correct on ethics and correct on evidence-based medicine. And uh, we need to be sure when we publish those topics that we are telling absolutely the correct things. And because the, the evolution of these topics is very quick, things change very quickly, it's always very difficult to say the right things. But it was something that we take into account when we publish this book. We want to say to the, to the readers that those topics, the way we approach those topics, the authors approach those topics is the right way and a very fair and evidence-based medicine topic. When we selected uh, the authors for this uh, book, uh, I tried to, um, to choose the, the top uh, leaders in the world 
in their specific uh, field. And uh, we divided into different categories. We have more than 50 chapters. Uh, so it's a very extensive book. And we asked uh, the expert from basic science to explain from the morphogenesis to the real uh, developing of uh, a specific tissue and then moving towards the possibility to treat. So we are trying to respect the mother nature and uh, to understand if we can heal uh, instead of uh, replace. And uh, as uh, Joao said, uh, it's a, a, an evolving uh, topic and uh, we really wanted to give some evidence. And uh, in order to have this evidence, uh, I think the uh, good uh, idea was to ask the expert uh, in uh, their specific. So we have chapters from different parts of the world and again, moving from the anatomy to the natural history of a lesion and then the possible solutions using mesenchymal stem cells, uh, growth factors, PRP, but also discussing about simple uh, aspects like the importance of sleeping or a good uh, and correct diet or physical exercise or conservative treatment. I think it's an extensive book that uh, analyzes all the different aspects. Incredible. And uh, my final question, uh, to what extent is this a very timely and controversial topic? So uh, it is a topic that it's clear uh, a daily uh, problem and a daily treatment for many of uh, the orthopedic uh, sports medicine guys in the world. And we are absolutely sure that this is the future of the treatment. More and more people want to have healing without surgery. More and more, we are able to give people, to give the patients the uh, uh, alternatives of treatment that can solve problems, increasing the, the speed of healing or healing, or even in the future, regener regenerating tissue uh, uh, that can help people without surgery. If you look to the book, we cover in this book muscle, tendon, ligaments, meniscus, uh, um, bone. So we try to cover all the important tissues to, to give the message how they sh we should use today this kind of biological treatment. And I might add both to what Joao just said now, but also what he said earlier. There's a lot of misinformation out there, uh, a lot of hype about stem cells and other treatments for things that just aren't correct. People are trying to profit off of various new technologies which may not be valid. And so that, that's why it's really important to have a book like this where we, we've tried to form a consensus on what we think is appropriate care. And surely that will change over time and some things we may not be completely correct about. But it's as of this, point when we wrote it, it's sort of state of the art. Thank you so much, Incredible. John Alberto. It was Thank a pleasure to, to be with you today and to participate in this podcast. Thank you. My pleasure. With Thank, Thank you, everybody, for, uh, yeah, for joining this podcast today. And um, 
for the incredible book. Uh, you guys did an, a fantastic job. And uh, if you haven't had a chance to check it out um, and you are an Isacost member, it is available at isacost.com slash publications. So check it out now. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Isacost podcast. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>